episode three. It's just me, myself, and I today. Hope that's okay with everyone. <laughs> I am sitting in my bed on Tuesday at like two o'clock. I've had this like <laughs> three day hangover, I think. It's just the worst thing. I don't know why I'm so dramatic, but I'll go out and then. <laughs> So let's say I went out on Saturday. Sunday, I'm sort of laughing. It's a bit funny, feeling rubbish, but it's funny. Monday, the physical effects really kick in. I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling very good. I'm definitely still hungover. And then Tuesday, the emotions come through and I am the sulkiest crybaby. I've been feeling sorry for myself all day. So hopefully I'm not too much of a downer in this podcast, but the only music I've listened to so far is Julia Jacqueline and Frank Ocean. So (laughs) if that happens, I'm really sorry. I give you permission to just skip through. Cool. Well, welcome back. Anyways, I'm excited to just sort of do this on my own. No offense to, I don't think it's offending anyone, but if it is, yeah, this is just kind of nice. So I had the pub crawl on Saturday, guys, the hockey pub crawl I was talking about, and I was very well behaved, I would say. Although when I got to training on Monday, one of the mums said, God, you look like you're enjoying yourself on Saturday. Thanks. Thank you. God. It's not the nicest way to say it, is it? A lot of the time people think that I'm going crazy, but I really like to dance. <laughs> The truth is that I really like to dance, um, evidently, and uh, sometimes it's not really appropriate for the scenery. Anyway, I'll take you through it. We played our game on Saturday, hockey, and we lost, but it was such a good game. I thought, I think I'm the only one that thought that, but I had heaps of fun, and then we rushed back to get ready, went back to hockey and a party bus picked us up from Hale Hockey Club which if you know the place that's quite a funny thing a scene to play out in your head we hop on the party bus and we go to the lookout which look thank you to everyone that organized it I'm not shitting I'm just saying the lookout was not a place I thought I would ever be back at but I found myself there on Saturday Um, but it wasn't too scary at all we were in like a sectioned off bit And I did not get on the dance floor. Then we went to the Wembley. Shout out to the Wembley. Love you. Um, And that was really fun. And then we got to the Beaufort. And I thought, oh. See, I don't really like the Beaufort. So I drew the line and I sort of semi-smoke bombed out of there. But it was a really fun night. I ended up at Sea Paradiso and... I'm there way too much. It's almost getting a little bit embarrassing. But a couple of weeks ago, the um, bartender there. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I went up to the bar with, I think it was Kalea. I was, it was Talia and Kalea. But anyway, I don't remember who it was. But I was like sort of yelling to my friend, going back and forth. It was all fun and games, a little bit of banter. While we were waiting for that massive line that's always at Sea Paradiso. Anyway, the bartender arcs up and he says, Can you guys stop yelling? Sorry, it's just that we are working hard here and we don't really want to have to listen to that. Something like that. 
and I was <laughs> so embarrassed. I ran away. Anyway, skip forward to this week. Me and him were best friends. He obviously doesn't remember. He, <laughs> I'm the only one scarred from that occasion. But he let me shake my own cocktails. We were having so much fun. Anyway, felt great about that. Went back to my house with a few people because my dad was away. I really hope dad's not listening to this. Love you, dad. But um, may or may not have absolutely raided the wine fridge <laughs> and drank all this alcohol. I felt terrible. I really did. But... The funny part of this story is that when I confessed to my dad, I told him about it and he said, no stress because one of them was zero alcohol wine. So there I am pouring <laughs> pouring these wines for everyone. Let's get crazy. And it's got zero alcohol. <laughs> it was basically water. Um, anyone that was at my house that night, <laughs> that's embarrassing, but. Sorry, maybe I did you a favor. Who knows? Anyway, that's kind of my week. I also finished the book that I was talking about last week, um, Where the Crawdads Sing, and holy shit. That is, I gave it like a 9 out of 10. I always write down the books I read and then rate them out of 10. 9.5. Easy 9.5 or maybe 9. But that's only because you can't really give 10s, can you? It was so good. Everyone says the movie's rubbish, but I'm going to test it out for myself and see what's going on. And the book I'm reading now, or about to read, and I'm really excited about, is called Through Gypsy Eyes um, by Kathy Etchingham. And I'm so excited about this because basically my auntie, so my grandma's sister, was like a groupie when she was around. Um, and she was like really good friends with Jimi Hendrix and la di la di la la She's passed away now, which is awful, but she is in this book a lot because Kathy was her good friend. So apparently my auntie's in this a lot and it's all about Jimi Hendrix and like the tours and blah, blah, blah that they all went on. So I can't wait. I'll let you know how that goes. So yeah, I think that's the, my week. It's been pretty good since I last spoke to you, but um, I am feeling knackered. I think I need to give my body a little bit of a rest. I say that and I have Groove in the Moo this Saturday. Who's going to Groove in the Moo? Let me know if you are. My only problem is that when you get there, there's no signal at all. I don't know how I'm going to locate my friends that are catching the bus. Poor things. Catching that bloody bus. I did that back in like 2018 or whenever we went to GTM. I know, I feel like I copped a bit of hate for going to GTM since I'm not 16 anymore. But anyway, that bus was an absolute ride. Getting back on that thing and going back to Perth after <laughs> the whole day at GTM is rough. It's rough as guts. Also, just quickly, before I sort of get into this episode, last week when Soph and I were talking... I asked you guys what the worst thing that happened at your high school was because I was very curious and I got some responses. So let's delve into that. This one comes in on the Instagram and it says, my answer for the question my school was known for was not allowing the word transgender, non-binary, anything that wasn't female. <gasps> You're joking. I went to an all-girls school and female was the only thing allowed massive news blow up about it what the fuck 
What generation do we live in these days? That's awful. And it's funny. Well, not funny at all. But me and my friend were talking at work today. And apparently over east, um, there's a lot of schools, private schools. I forgot the word. uh, Type of school. I went to a public school, guys. Give me a break. But presbytery? That could be so wrong. Anyway. um, (laughs) And they are saying that like queer people queer students more can't be student leaders at their schools which is just absolutely ridiculous i think this country is going very backwards and very quickly but anyway on a more lighter topic i got another one in on snapchat (laughs) gosh snapchat's a funny one isn't it does anyone use it properly anymore I talk about this a lot. I'm quite bad with Snapchat. I do not really delve into it much. But um, <laughs> sometimes I'm occasionally on there. Okay, here it is. I recently learned that like fight stampedes were not like a universal experience. Like, I don't know if you ever remember it at Churchlands, but that would always just be like people about to have a fight. And instead of having a fight, they'd just like run in school. <laughs> everyone in the school would like join them. <laughs> okay, listen. At Churchlands, honestly, I could go on about that school for days. Churchlands, that's not even true. How dramatic. Okay. I couldn't go on about it for days. That's a bit <laughs> that's a bit sad. I'm three years out of school. Anyway, at my school, which was three thousand kids by the way, if a fight broke out, maybe once a day, maybe less than that but multiple times a week there'll be a fight that breaks out and all 3,000 kids in the school would surge up all the staircases to where the fight was in one massive group and we were unstoppable and the teachers couldn't do anything about it they'd try and stop you they'd say stop stop but they couldn't do anything and we just all run and half the time we didn't even know where we were running or what was going on you just see people start to run and you would go like is that normal Why was there so many fights anyway? I don't understand. Sometimes girl fights, those were the crazy ones. Everyone would get really excited for those. And then just the typical, like, year seven. I don't know what they get up to year sevens these days. Goodness gracious. Okay, I'm going to get started in the episode because we kind of... I've been rambling, as usual. So, I thought for this episode, because it's just me and you guys, that... I mean, I'm not saying I'm some sort of guru that has all this life wisdom. That's definitely not the case, as we all know. But I do have maybe some advice that I can give. So I asked you on the Instagram if there is any questions you have for me. So I'll give it my best shot. Okay, this is the first question I got. (laughs) Um, I don't know if it's backhanded. (laughs) But it says... How to get over those scary, stupid girl memories about what you did on a night out. Okay, so this probably has something to do with (laughs) Sophie and I's terrifying stories we told last week. But listen, I think it's pretty rich coming from me since I'm sitting in my bed sulking four days after going out. Regretting everything, not regretting, but just embarrassed of my actions. Anyway, 
I think that the best thing to do is remember that we are all young and silly and that life is really short and that you are a tiny speck compared to everybody on this planet and you shouldn't worry too much because it's not going to be the end of the world and we'll all move past it. This could just be me. But I don't really think about anything anybody else does. <laughs> like, I will for 10 seconds. If someone does something crazy on a night out, is what I mean, and it's a bit unhinged, I don't really think about it for more than five minutes. You know? So don't worry. Don't get yourself, don't get your knickers in a twist. Just enjoy it. Or maybe just don't repeat what you, <laughs> what you have done. Okay. I have another question here. It is, how do you stay focused to learn new arts and crafts like crochet? So if you guys know, I was really into crochet when I got back from the snow last year. had this weird obsession because my roommate Hannah, she was a crocheter and so was my roommate Lily. And they were really cool. And I thought, this is awesome. I want to give it a try. And then I just feel like with everything I do, I just go like full head first, dive right in. So I was doing it non-stop. I was making these hats. I was making these bandanas. la di la di la But I don't think I'm the best person to give advice on this because I honestly, after what, two weeks, I just cut off the interest. I just don't do it anymore. I think reading I did all last year, but even that kind of stopped this year. I just stopped reading. I was into sewing. Like for my mum's wedding this year, I made my own dress from scratch and it was so, I enjoyed doing it so much, but then that was it. And I think if you go too hard into these things, you burn out really quick. So I think, okay, okay, my tips would be the first one, which is something that I've actually been talking with people at work about. Gosh, me and the people at work do a bit more talking than we do working, don't we? My God, we're slack. Is that if you have one of these hobbies that's like particularly a craft, the best thing you can do for yourself is not just um give them out for free so if I'm gonna explain this just hear me out if you have a passion and you're creating these things like my wedding dress for my mum's not my wedding goodness for my mum's wedding um and these crochet hats or whatever those are designs you've created and you're doing them in your own time and it's all really exciting and you can learn as you go and you're really proud of the product at the end. But if you start promising people, you know, oh, I love that hat. Can you make one for me? Can you make one for me? And you start to say, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, does anyone want one? And you start making them. This is very specific to crochet, but you can apply this to anything. You're going to lose that passion for the thing because you're just basically ending up being just a producer. There's no like passion going into it at all right when you think about it so I think if you're wanting to start out a new project sort of just give yourself that time to go slow with it if you try and just smash it all out it's definitely whatever kind of personality you have but for me personally I try and smash things out (laughs) and I get obsessed with it and I'll do it a lot and then I just burn out but it's funny I've been thinking about this a lot and I've been thinking about how I burn out from my hobbies so quick and I thought wouldn't it be such a fun idea to set up like a little workshop thing where no one's teaching anyone anything but it's just a space that we can all be together 
making things and it doesn't just have to be crochet right we can have people painting we can have people doing crochet knitting drawing journaling whatever you want but just all together with some music and some wine and some nibbles I think that would be such a sweet little idea so if anybody <laughs> reaching my audience if anyone would be interested in that I reckon I can set it up and get it happening because it'd be so cute I don't want to come in and try and teach people because I wasn't very I wasn't anything crazy at crochet and I don't want to be some sort of guru but I think if there's a reason to get together and do it we're all going to be way more likely to stick to these hobbies learn new things which is very important in life I believe oh this one's lovely how to not be a slag thank you thank you Sophie you're gorgeous <laughs> okay here's another how do you rock your confidence People need to hear how amazing you are. Stop that. Gosh, some people are too kind to me. Um, Confidence. Okay, bit of a funny one, isn't it? I have not always been the most confident person. It's hard to explain though because I am very confident. I come across very confident when you meet me. I'm straight to talking and I don't really care what I say, but... I think internally I'm very much not the most confident person at all. I have a lot of self-doubts and just like everybody else, we've all got our insecurities. And I think that it's silly to think that these people that do have confidence externally and show up in that way don't have insecurities themselves, you know. You can't put someone on a pedestal and think that they have it all under control, blah, blah, blah. Because most of the time, it's not true. And we're all in the same boat with that, I would say. But confidence is such a funny one. I think that you need to know that in life, you are the most important person in your own life, right? And I'm obviously rehashing very cliche things when I say that and when I say these things. But you need to like let that hit you and really take it in. That really, no one's opinions matter at the end of the day and if you're pretending to be someone else then you're going to in this very short life you're going to finish up as an old person like feeling like a fraud feeling like you don't even know who you are I think the sooner you can figure out who you are the better you can figure out what makes you happy you know what what sparks you and what doesn't I just think through high school, I was so, I mean, me and Sophie talked about this last week, how I was so concerned about what people thought. And even just saying to Ella yesterday, I was on a walk with Ella, how I think for the past like 10 years, honestly, it's been such a long time. If I looked at someone and thought, oh my God, they're so cool, blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't just say, oh, they're cool and move on. I would be like, right, what can I do to become more like them? to like mirror what whatever they're doing whoever it was I don't know it was Ariana Grande for a point there Jesus wait guys if you have a second you should check out the Instagram um what's it called Arianator love 23 that is my Ariana Grande fan page that is still up and running <laughs> I don't know how to get rid of it oh I can't believe I just threw myself under the bus like that 
I mean, I tell everyone that I meet that I have it because it's just the funniest thing. Anyway, the best advice I could give is just don't worry or try not to worry about what people might think of you when you do or say things. I mean, even starting this podcast, there's obviously a worry that people aren't going to like it. People are going to think you're being silly. People are, you know, why does she think she can do that? These are all things that I thought to myself. But like, why would I stop myself from doing something that I really love or I'm excited to do just because of the thoughts of somebody else that they might not even be having? It's all just sort of anxious thoughts in your head. You got to clear it out. Confidence is something that will take a long time. But the older I get, the easier it becomes. And definitely just reminding yourself over and over again that whatever you want to do, you have the right to do. And no one can take that away from you. Goes for clothing, whatever music you listen to. I know I bullied Soph last week, but (laughs) disregard that. Whatever you do, your hobbies, whatever, don't worry about it. It's such a waste of time and energy and... I'm over it. I'm over it. No more of that, please, from anyone. (laughs) Okay, this one's not an advice question, but (laughs) it is asking me what my most embarrassing experiences are. Okay. Gosh, feeling a bit vulnerable. There's been a few. I don't think I could count them on two hands and my feet. One time... (laughs) Gosh, I used to have like, I don't even know if I can tell that one. Okay. (laughs) One time I caught up with this boy and I was with my friend Kalea as well. Because at the time it was kind of a really big deal to catch up. Well, maybe it was just for me. I don't know why I was such a scaredy cat. But I caught up with this boy after school and us three were just hanging out. I was so nervous. He didn't go to our school. I also didn't like like him like that I don't really know what I was doing anyway we hung out and midway through conversation he goes oh you've got a booger in your nose by the way what we were in like year 10 what I have a what in my nose I was mortified I don't even know if that's like how embarrassing you want to get with this but Jesus just actually take that in it was horrifying horrifying I wanted to get up and leave (laughs) maybe some of you listening will have better embarrassing stories for me than I have of myself because half the time if something's embarrassing I either a block it out or b don't find it that embarrassing because I'm unaware (laughs) and I do embarrassing things on the daily (laughs) I actually can't think of any more oh no more and more I'm becoming like my mum every single day if you guys know my mum she is um amazing but kind of a nutter and she was terrifying growing up she was so embarrassing like we used to have Zumba classes at my old school every Tuesday one of our teachers who was a Zumba teacher on the weekends or something would do Zumba for all of us and one time my mum rocked up with my dog and went to the back of the hall while my brother's year seven which year seven's kind of a big year class was doing Zumba and she joined in She was doing it at the back during school hours. What are you doing at school? Go, go, keep walking the dog. It was so bad. And sometimes, well, this is just like one particular occasion. If you guys have been to Prevly Caravan Park before, 
there's um this like trough mini mini kids bath thing in the public toilets and we go camping there a lot and I brought some friends sometime and one time we walked in to have our showers and it was like peak hour so a massive line of people waiting to have their showers guess who's in the trough having a bath naked my mom I'm not kidding my mom was in (laughs) sorry to paint the picture for you guys but you have to live through this trauma with me she was butt naked in the kids trough (laughs) so my friends saw her naked and every single person waiting in that line had to like just see her in there anyway listen I'm becoming more like her every day and it's inevitable so one day you'll catch me in the trough and I don't want any questions asked okay (laughs) okay good I wanted to do my recommendations of the week, my favorite part of the week. And it's actually so funny. Do you guys remember how last week my recommendation was the Zara perfumes? Which, by the way, I actually got another compliment on at work. Thank you. Point proven. Um, it was funny because Alice, my friend, said you were bagging on fast fashion and all these fast fashion brands. And at the end of the episode, you say... <laughs> to get this perfume from Zara and I totally get it I know that is very hypocritical but the perfume is something you're going to use more than once isn't it and it smells really good and it's in a glass bottle it's recyclable I don't know how they make it but you know it's better than oh, I don't know why I'm justifying it but fast fashion is not good and I stand by it my recommendation for this week is actually music Because I finished my book and I don't really have anything physical. Plus, I love music and I want to change the thing I recommend every week anyway. So this week, a little bit different, I'm recommending this playlist called Plantasia, um, which is Mort Garson's. I don't know if that's how you say it. Mort Garson's album. And it is the weirdest like not psychedelic but the music is so interesting it's like the soundtrack from Jurassic Park that's how I describe it but it's so good and for some reason I can just play it in my car and feel like I'm in another world I love it it's I wish I could play it but I'll probably get copyrighted or something it's so good just hear me out you're probably gonna start playing it and be a bit confused but hear me out I love it and I've been listening to that a lot for like months now. I think I need to switch it up. It reminds me of Mac DeMarco's new albums. He has two new albums which have basically zero words in them. But I'm not complaining because I love him to death. It gives me similar. It's similar. It's like background music. I think that's it from me. It's kind of hard when I don't have someone to, <laughs> to bounce off of. But <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I will speak to you soon. I don't know if I'll be back next week. Hopefully I will because I'm going to GTM and there might be some fun stories. But if I'm not, uh, I will see you soon enough. I don't want to, like I said, I think I already said this, but I don't want to come on here if I don't have anything to say. So we'll aim for next week. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And I hope you stuck with me while I just chatted to myself for 30 minutes. Anyway, I'm going to love you and leave you. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you soon. Remember to follow the Instagram at whole lot of nothing pod before I forget.
And please remember to follow on Spotify if you want to, if you'd like. There's also a rating. If you wanted to rate it, you definitely can. Anyway, I'm going to shut up. Bye. Hope you're having a great day. Talk to you soon.